Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Be seated in Jesus' name. Let's go to our Bibles from the Gospel of John, Chapter Five. Take it from verse 24. There are a few things that we need to articulate. As the Lord orders our steps in the course of our pilgrimage.
as being conscious of what the Spirit is doing in the church now, how many of you got to know about what happened in Brazil here yeah, a few days ago? How many of you? <coughs> hmm? Not a law. There was a festivity that took place in Brazil just last week. And immediately something happened. Go and Google it. Don't you Google Brazil? Google will show you because it's a, it's a hot case. Or physical blasphemy of Christ. And immediately God's judgment came. So go with it. Search, search, for, search for it yourself. Hmm? No. Mm. Search for it and read it. You know, if you if you read up, you will hear more about it. It just uh, why I brought it up is just to make us understand how the devil is deliberately working hard, and we must be conscious of what he's doing. And the Holy Spirit too is also standing up the church to be aware of what the, whole, the devil is doing so that the church can brace up because he will do everything to prevail over the church, prevail over you and your faith. Very important. So we must be in tune with the Holy Spirit at time. He's our helper, he's our comforter, he's our director, he's our teacher. He will lead us to all the truths that we must be almost uh, be informed with to face the quality of darkness coming every day. Okay? I've said it before. Days are coming when you will not go to church again. <laughs> eh? I didn't say you won't go to church, but I said days will come that you on your own self won't be able to go to church again. Because there will be no church to gather. And Jesus said it. A time will come when men will not go to the mountains or to the valleys to worship me. For those who shall worship the Lord, then shall worship him in spirit and in truth. And if you're not well prepared, furnished with the necessary truth, the tendency to fall away is so high because the, 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 the tension then, the backlash of darkness was so much that many will give up because they're not strong in the word of God. That's why, you see, uh, you don't know how much God is arming you now. You may look at yourself and say, ah, I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. But the fact that you have been exposed to certain truths every day, your spirit is being programmed. When that day comes, the Holy Spirit will go to the bank of your spirit and begin to pick up things that have been stored there by knowledge. And you see yourself enlightened to know what to do part time. That's what Jesus said. Unless a servant is taught, he can never be like his master. So we must be taught. Faith is not just that you go to church and you get sacramentalized. 
and you attain money masses and money masses. There's more to it. These are the activities that are better from the spirit. But the spirit is there first before the activities. Okay? A time will come, even your Bible will vanish. You won't see Bibles anymore. You will see them. So that if you are not grounded already, you will not even know what is God saying anymore. You see. So that's why it's good to study it now, chew it. Huh? Those, those of them in China, you've not heard about them, and some, some part of North Korea. They smuggle Bible. Huh? Like hey, this, this community now will smuggle piece of Bible, Bible passages. They will bring one. They will say, My turn is to, my own turn is today. They will give it to me. I must memorize it, read through it, memorize it when I give it to you. If you don't memorize, no chance for you to ever know it again. And you'll see them just say Matthew chapter 2 from verse 1 to 30. They will just start reading it from their minds. Right. They have no Bible there, but they are memorizing you have Bible. Not even one sentence has stayed in your mind yet. Because when that time comes, it is now that which you have come to know that you regurgitate and begin to engage. And so when the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge, because that time will come. You want to engage the knowledge of God, but now you don't know it. You only pray. If prayer was the only way, Jesus would have said it is written. So that's why the teaching program is to arm you every day. To bring you to a new awareness. So open your heart. Put up some diligent fight. To make sure that as God you know, open the vistas of knowledge to us as we come here. It's not just any your book, because that time will come to even this your book, you will look for it, you will not see it. Don't trust what you have written, trust what has entered your heart. Very important. So, if you go and study what happened in, in Brazil, you will see the level of darkness that have been made manifest. Okay? It's quite appalling. But immediately God showed them that, no, 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 no. You can't interfere too much like that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, let's continue with our reflection from that Gospel of John, chapter 5. There are a few things I need to articulate for you there that you need to know. Okay? These are part of these are part of what the Holy Spirit is furnishing the church with right now. You are the church. So when I say church, please don't think of cathedral. Don't think of the parishes. You are the church. You should know it. It should be part and parcel of your life. Okay. Verse 24 says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me to has eternal life. The first one is here. Here, okay. The second one is what? Believe.
Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. Has. He didn't say he's going to have. He didn't say we'll receive it tomorrow. He said has. Has. So the ability to hear. What does it mean to hear? To hear is to perceive the meaning. The ability to perceive is what is called to hear. When I say something to you now and I'm not able to communicate meaning to you, you heard a voice, but nothing was communicated to you, you have not heard yet. Okay, so whoever, you say to I said, whoever hears my word. As you go through the word of God and you perceive the meanings of what is being said. And that builds faith. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you now hear the word of God, what, the, 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 what you perceive comes with faith. Every meaning comes with an energy. That energy wrapped up in that word is what is called faith. Every passage of scripture is communicating quantum meanings to us. That meaning is what we call understanding. It comes in the package of knowledge. Knowledge, 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 knowledge is like a crossword. Then you start putting them together. It creates an imagery in your mind. So you can have what they call spiritual perception. So when Jesus said, when you know the truth, what he said to say is when you perceive, when you receive that spiritual perception, that perception has capacity to set you free. Because every painting that, that finally settles in your soul, a spirit is involved. So when I, when I say Romans chapter 8 verse 11, if the spirit of the one that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit will give life to your mortal body. I know what it means. By implication, I know now that I have a spirit that is dwelling in me. And that spirit is the exact copy of the same spirit that quickened Jesus from the grave. And I believe, as you say, that that same spirit will give life. It has capacity to give life to your dead, doomed body. This body is dead, doomed. That's why it can catch sickness, can catch weakness. It can be liable to the attacks of witches and wizards. 
But on account of this life, this spirit that quickens my body, that means it gives your body a new vista, a new texture, that when such other elements come again, they cannot attack it. It is not longer subject to deterioration on account of the spirit that I now possess. How did I get that spirit? The day I confessed the Lordship of Jesus, he became the Lord of my soul and the master of my spirit. Whoever is joined to Christ, the Bible says. Yeah? It's what? Hmm? It's one and the same spirit. Very powerful. You have become one with him. His spirit has fused himself into your spirit. So your spirit now is one hosting the very spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. But I mean, saying, if it's so, then why am I saying like this? You don't feel it. You cannot see it. By faith, it is there. Just like your SIM card in your phone, you feel it. But you see me call. By what? Huh? Even now that they have new, what they call eSIM, they configure it into your phone. You feel the SIM card in your phone, but you pick your phone and you start dialing. And there's why a day you will doubt that there's no SIM in your phone. Likewise, you don't need to feel it. It's there. Energize it. Use it as if it is there. Use it because it is there. My spirit is a carrier of a strange spirit, the spirit of Christ. I don't need evidence because I believe it. That's why I say, whoever hears my word and believes the one who has sent me, that's what produces what? A special type of life different from the one you receive from your parents. Did you understand this? Hmm. 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 A time will come. It has become now. Where people who are occultic, who dress like devils, will come out and ask you, are you a Christian? You say yes. They try to disprove that they are Christian immediately. There and there. It's happening. There was this guy who was preaching in the UK. Somewhere in the UK on the street. <laughs> and all these rascally, demonized people just came out and said, shut up, stop, stop preaching. And started challenging the person there and there. You need power. You need power to demonstrate Christ. So that's why what Jesus has come to do is not just to bring us up with some you know religious uh, articles no he came to bring us into a new system where you know you you handle things of the spirit you know how to engage them okay it's not him doing it you know each of them just the way you are dressed with your shoes your watch your hand your, your whatever you have in your but you took your time to dress yourself you know what it is So I have a, a new kind of life. Do you believe that? So I have a new kind of life. So I have the spirit of life. The indefatigable life. 
The life of God is in my vessel right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Small and we don't still have a human life. Yes, no. Physically, you may still look human, but the thing that sustains you now is no longer human. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you. This is one of the major projects the Holy Spirit is trying to bring the church into. The Holy Spirit is their spirit. Because Jesus said, when he comes, he will lead you to all the truths. And the first truth he wants to register and record in your heart is to convince you now. Yes, you are human. But can you believe now? The, 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 the life powering your existence, your, the life inside your flesh now, is no longer the human life, the animal life. It is now the divine life. And you provoke this divine life by the quality of what you hear. As you hear and believe, this life grows. The more you are hearing the word of God and stepping into dimensions of his knowledge and believing you are stirring up the growth of this life from glory to glory from glory to glory it's like a mustard seed when it comes to your life but it grows to become a mighty shrub and the best of the air can come and have its shade in it i'm able to fan into flame my own over time every day and that is why you come now you listen to me. If what I was communicating is useless, you will be here. But this time you come, there's something about what I'm saying. I'll be talking, but you, there's an energy entering your soul. You feel it. It touches you. This time you go back home. You just feel that. Mm -hmm. This guy has been talking. Each time we go there, he'll just be talking, 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 talking. But you see how you see hunger to hear more. Why? It's a touch of a different life. And no person can come here and be talking. Before you know it, you just, after today, you say, excuse me, I think I have, I have a better thing to do with my life. Because each time I stand here, I'm not talking to you from the physical flesh. I'm speaking to you from the world of this life that now is, that is resident in me now. I believe it so much. But I have wrapped myself in it. And so when I'm communicating, when I'm living my life, I'm living my life from the resources of this life. I was raised to live my life from the resources of the life I got from my parents. But I began to grow in the Holy Spirit as an instrument of God. He began to train me. Now you have to make a migration in your consciousness. You are the one to make that migration. Every day, remind yourself, I have the life of God in me. A new life has come. My flesh has not changed, but my spirit has changed. 
I have a new spirit in me. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. You keep reminding yourself. Anytime you want to do something, you are not engaging a power that is not subservient to the elements of this life. Can you believe that? Is it difficult to believe in that kind of thing? Hmm? <laughs> what happens that when we walk out there now? It's like we forget this and just we go normal again. Ah, how are they now? Eh? You see yourself, you're just living that other life again. Because the connection between this eternal life and the humanistic life or the animal life is what? Is what? Can someone guess? What's the connection between this life to this life? How do you migrate from here to here? Your consciousness. <laughs> That's the connection. I can come to my son and say, how are you today? Then I'll say, how are you? You see, there are two different things. The first one was just casual. For instance. But now the second one, how are you? I'm now speaking from somewhere. I'm engaging a system now that I believe that is inside of me. And I'm not asking that question. She will not even know what I'm asking. But because I perceive something in her, and I'm asking that question. And before you know it, I may just bring my hand to just touch her before she starts crying. Because I'm not operating from another consciousness. God's purpose and God's plan for you is that you'll be like every other person everywhere. But your consciousness is different. That's like when they are saying there's a casting down. You don't speak like them. What do you say? Good. You're not saying it so that it will not happen to you. You are saying it because that's a statement of fact in your own case. Not because... You have done something so special that makes you better than other people. No. But because of what God has done for you by giving you his own life. That's the reason why he's just saying, I have come that you may have this kind of life. And have it what? Abundantly. Meaning, this life should, 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 should take over everything about you. Is The abundant life is not in terms of quantity. In, the, in terms of what? Quality. I have the life of God in me. And Jesus, as we continue in that John chapter 5, verse 24, begin to instantly tell us the implication. Let's go back there again. Because in these days, we are going to be seeing this happening so rapidly. So rapidly. John chapter 5, verse 24. Truly I say to you, this time Jesus is saying, truly, truly I say to you, child of God, don't joke with that. It's a serious secret. It's a mystery of the kingdom. Whoever hears my word and believes him who, who, who sent me has eternal life. Then he continues. 
He does not come into judgment. The word judgment here is katakrima. Kata krima. What does he mean? Adverse sentence. Negative sentences. How does negative sentences come to be? Just as you stay, come to church and you are praying to God. You are praying to God and you are making prophetic declarations for goodness, for healing, for breakthrough, for resurrection, for peace, for progress. Every time the church is speaking prophetically, the words of our mouth have the ability to conjure powers, positive powers in the spirit, to bring about the desired thing that we long for. Child of God, there are forces also that have built themselves in different quarters, negative energies, that are stored in different quarters of life, and there are agents who are speaking for these negative energies. The Bible says the dark places of the earth is the inhabitation of cruelty. Okay? And so these energies are being conjured and projected into the atmosphere. David will say, even though I pass through the valleys of the shadows of death, there are many shadows of death everywhere. These are negative, adverse sentences projected from evil altars, evil platforms. When the Babalawo is in his shrine at night and he's making incantation, what he's saying they are not good at all. He's projecting all kinds of negativity. If he studied the lives of warlords and all forms of uh, grandmasters, the assignment is how to conjure the air, weaponize the air, and cause it to create harm in human society. Occultic grandmasters have the ability to conjure the power of the sun to create madness. They will sub the energy in the moon to cause barrenness or fruitfulness. They do all manners of things. And these things become negative or adverse sentences waiting to harm humanity. And so you see yourself walking in a physical life with your eyes open, but spiritually you don't know that you are walking into the arena of an adverse sentence of death. As you walk into it, if you don't have what it takes to shut down that energy, you become a victim. That's how people pick up things every day. Become victims of witchcraft, incantations, occultic, demonic sentences and all that. Now, Jesus is saying, on account of this reality, that when his word begins to communicate meaning to you, and your spirit man begins to perceive the meaning, 
and on account of that you work strong in it faith comes alive in your soul that means your soul now is alive he said because of this reality you possess a new kind of life that is not subject to these adverse sentences did you see what he said if you pray here huh many will pray and still they don't have this and still be victims Prayer is supposed to actually help you understand this. So when you get into prayer and you are actually praying, you should pray with this understanding. That should be the energy that should power the words you say. Because your soul has tested this, then every word that your soul tests, the Bible says from the abundance of what? I can't hear you. That means your heart has, has captured meanings. So you are speaking from the wealth of your meanings. Your soul have captured, and then you are decreeing. You are praying from what your soul has trapped from the word of God. That's why Jesus said, when the spirit comes, he will lead you to all the truths. Meaning he will furnish you with all the truths. When you are praying, you are speaking truths. You are saying truths to be able to deplete and deal with the conjurements and all forms of negativity that are lying in the spirit like a fowler. Like a trap to get people and bring wickedness into their lives. You can see that Jesus, in talking about this, say you have eternal life and then you shall not come under judgment. Can you see where his mind is going immediately? That as you are receiving this life, the first benefit you're going to be enjoying is that this type of thing should not happen to your life. In the last days, more altars are being raised. Wicked altars everywhere. The devil is now using everything as altar to transmit wickedness. Do you know the kind of things that have been used to, you know, to, um, to possess our children, our youths? Some of the dancing styles you see that comes out from time to time, as men dance to it and they enjoy it in their soul, they have been possessed. Those dance are actually characters of demonic spirits. Hmm. Father is going too far now. You mean this dance again? Oh, lo, lo, lo. Oh, lo, lo, lo. Bogao. Hmm. But it's so simple. You will take his entertainment. When yourself, you know very well that in your village, you have local dance. Abi? And some of those dance. It is people who have been possessed by some spirits that learn those ties and come and teach others. And once they start dancing that thing, they know that spirit enters them. True or false? That spirit enters. They know. When they begin to dance, it dances, all of a sudden, they now know that the spirit has come. The power comes. And even when they begin to exercise certain styles of the dance, they know this one is just coming fresh. The spirit will start teaching them more. Have you heard about dancing the spirit among the charismatics? Mm -hmm. eh? yes. When the Holy Ghost comes upon them, mm -hmm. you see them they start dancing. What kind of dance that? They say they dance in the spirit. So if the Holy Spirit can teach you his own dance, it's the devil spirit that will not teach you. So. And it will always be entertaining.
The devil will not give you what is not entertaining and enticing. As he's entertaining you, he's enticing you, he's luring you, and bringing you towards judgment. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. He says, on account of this, there shall be no word, adverse sentence. So if you want to deal with adverse sentence, is it prayer? I'm asking a question now. Huh? What is the instrument of our, uh, uh, dealing with adverse sentence now? Hearing the word of God and believing it. So building your capacity of what? Eternal life. <laughs> I prayed about it. Is it enough? Even though God answer me. <laughs> you sense that there's something coming to you and a terrible attack. You better pray. Every spirit fighting me. Holy Ghost fire. Die by fire. I rise against you. And you have not built, you have not gone to, you have not switched your consciousness to this realm. Whatever I have done will come to pass. There are sometimes I will just be, I will have some strange experience, you know, and the tendency is to go back to the old way of doing things. And the Holy Spirit will say, no. We were taught how to handle this. If you go back, you'll be a victim. Engage the new system. Some cases, I don't need to pray. I'll just shout, immortality! Because I understand that word. The implication in my life. I will scream it. It's like, when I do that, I distribute the energy of immortality into my whole life. So anything that stands against it gets shut down immediately. You don't see mosquito and then you just use water. No, you get a what a shelter. Once you give it to it, what happens? That mosquito on its own paralyzes. So Jesus is saying, truly, truly, I say to you. Remember that I said that's how I started. Whoever hears my word and believe in the one who has sent me. So his word plus faith, continuous digestion of his word, and faith level increasing in you, is tantamount to what? The level of eternal life in you. On account of this, this is the raw material to deal with katakrima. And in this our time, more katakrima is on the increase. Oh, we get understanding Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. David said, even though I pass through the valleys or the shadows of death, what did he say? I fear no evil. Was he praying? The that says, for what? For I know uh -huh, that the Lord is with me. You see, for I know. So his consciousness 
What he knows is what gives him the audacity to face the quality of darkness that he finds. For even though I pass through the valleys or the shadows of death, I will begin to pray, and I know that my Lord will hear me. I'm not saying prayer is not good, though. Don't, don't misquote me, eh? There's something extra we must learn to bring in. He does not come into judgment. That is adverse sentence, number one. Number two, he has passed to, he has passed. From where? From death to life. Has it happened or is it going to happen? By what guarantee? What guarantees? How can you prove that this past is truly past? What is the what is the, the reality that is powering this sentence? He said, "Whoever believes my word, whoever whoever hears my word and believes in the one who has sent me has eternal life." Then, on account of this, he now says, "What?" He will not come into judgment. And we say judgment is what? Advanced sentences. So every weapon of word from any quarter, no weapon fashion against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you. Can you see now? Can you see the way it is being described now? Because every weapon of darkness is produced by words. They will come with physical spares to attack you. They will come with knife. But they will pronounce their words, and their words are, have capacity to conjure energy in the spirit. And those energies are heavy, darkened energy, and they project them to you, and they have capacity to produce sickness and curses and spells upon you. They can shut you down. And Jesus is saying that with your human life, the animal life cannot withstand this type of energy. And that's why he's given us a new type of life. Which is his own life. So he has given us the privilege to enjoy this life. And he's saying the thing that brings this life is abundance of his word in your heart that comes with faith. Begin a process in your heart that brings about eternal life. So you will be able to deal with the negative sentences. You know, says, and on account of this life also, in the realm of the spirit, there are two worlds the world of darkness. And the world of life, the world of evil and the world of good, okay, the world of death and the world of life. So that says, on account of this life, you have moved physically. You are seeing Abuja. Physically, you are seeing your house, but spiritually, you have what moved into a new realm. That means a new operating system is now acting inside of you. You have moved from the realms of what death 
to the realm of what life have you moved yes. have you moved yes. now that you are here now can, you shouldn't be here I, can somebody be in america and we pray oh god deliver me from Nigeria police now when you see somebody who is in the u.s right now he's there i say oh god every every walking of Nigerian police i buy in jesus name oh listen it's crazy so juxtapose it with so many christians every time they are praying against the enemy instead of them to work strong in life they are conscious of death madam have you ever seen any witch shouting christians you will die christians will die have you ever seen them? but christians every day we are shouting every one man said hmm I imagine all the churches binding one, one devil. All the churches are binding the whole world. They are binding one devil. And the devil is still at work. It means something is wrong somewhere. That's in men to get sense. One, one fallen angel, one. Do you know how many families every night are binding him? Every spirit. All devils will bind you. Holy Ghost fire. Poor blood of Jesus. All of them together. And still, after all that, they, that small angel can still go around and cause havoc. I think that should make us to ask some fundamental questions. You have passed already from death to life. Say, I passed. I passed. Say it again. Say, prophetically yourself, I passed, I passed. From, from death to life. I live right now in the regions of life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, install this in your consciousness. That's the reason the Holy Spirit is teaching you now. Have life consciousness. Anywhere you are going, life consciousness. Life consciousness. Not a human life, divine life. Divine life. Divine life. Divine life. Divine life. There's, a, there's a, a, a point you it will come that you are so you have built yourself so much, you don't need to say it again. It has become your mentality. Just the way you are now. You don't tell yourself, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, no, I'm a woman, I'm a woman. No, 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 no. You grew with it, now it has become your mentality. Nobody can talk you out of being a woman. That's the way the Holy Spirit wants to bring this reality to us. So if I come to a place and they say there's darkness, I come into where there's darkness instantly. That place becomes what light. That's why Jesus said, "You are the light of the world." You know, say, "Let your light so shine." He's challenging you now. Forget the darkness. Increase your light. Darkness on its own will go. Just like if you're driving at night and you're using a low beam, you don't see clearly. You want to see far, you put a high beam. You don't talk to darkness, you only increase your intensity of light.
Are we getting blessed? Yes. But yea, it dawned on me that even though Jesus is the light of the world, and he came and said, let your light. Ah! That's the day I connected. I used to think, if him is his own light that reflects, that he's the light of Christ in me, that shines, okay? But when he said, let your light. He said, I'm the light. That means he has also given me, given me the light. And he's now advising me, let my light so shine, independent of him. I've not seen that light before. But I know there is something locked up in my spirit called the light of God that has capacity to deal with the invisible darkness of the devil. I have passed from death. I'm not in the domain of death. Death cannot judge me. Death cannot determine my fate. If death comes, the law governing where life is is different from the law governing where death operates. And the Bible says, what connection has light with darkness? And we already know that life has more authority over what? Death. So why do you emphasize the obvious? Your consciousness. So that's why the devil will come to attack your mind. Once he destabilizes your consciousness, he lies to you and puts the fear of death instead of you to have what? The glory of life. And once your consciousness switches to what? Death. You have opened the door. Your spiritual eyes have been opened to, the, to, to, to death. And so the impact of death will now begin to enter into the shores of your life. God knows that the day you eat of this fruit, your eyes shall be open. You will know what is what? You will know what is good and evil. He was seeking to bring darkness and death into their chambers. He still does that today. So that's why you have to build a rugged consciousness. Sustained by the values of the word of God. You have to build your mind strong. Paul said, I'm fully persuaded. I'm fully persuaded. So there's no atom of lacuna in his system, his mind. Everything must pass through the crucible of the word of God. He says, even though we live in the flesh, we don't war from the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare... And what? And all carnal. But they are mighty in God. To pulling down of strongholds. And what he tagged strongholds? Imaginations. Mental pictures. Consciousness. Philosophies of life. Mentality. Your understanding of life. That's what he calls a stronghold. And he says our weapon has power to pull it down. That's why you have to vet what consciousness you have now. You are more conscious of death than life. 
You're more conscious of sickness than health. You're more conscious of negativity than blessing. You're more conscious of, vic of being a victim than being a victor. The God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers. Lest the light of the glory of Christ shall shine on them and they shall be saved. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. Thank you, precious Jesus. Mm. Glory, honor, our majesty, be unto prayer, the Lord, singing glory, glory. Oh, no, power, majesty, be on to The raw material to dealing with katakrima is eternal life, which you have received. That life carries an authority that shuts down adverse sentence. Any tongue that rises against you, the authority in this life brings judgment to it. Amen. Wow. <laughs> I have a life. I have a life. I have a life. I have a superior life. I refuse to fear. I have an indefatigable life. I refuse to be intimidated. Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is a stronghold of my life. Before whom will I shrink from? When my enemies come against me. To devour my flesh. He said, it is they who stumbled and fell. You see, he was activating the consciousness of the deposit of this life that he received by his ascendancy in the word of God. Oh Lord, I prefer your word more than silver and gold. His passion for the world Help him to graduate into eternal life even before Christ came. I prefer your word more than what? Mere food. He said, how shall the young remain sinless in a corrupt world? In a corrupt world, how can the young man remain sinless? He said, only to the instrumentality of your word. So as you trap the meanings of the world, as you perceive the meanings, the Holy Spirit will start painting pictures of values in your mind. 
pictures of ethics in your mind, pictures of principles of God in your mind. It's like garnishing your system with all that has to do with the mysteries of the kingdom. Your consciousness becomes a robust consciousness. What scares or does not scare you? You have a different mentality. They're interpreting life downward. You are interpreting life upwards. And that's why the Bible says, when they are saying, casting down, casting down, you don't join them because they are victims of death. For you, is a lifting up. Because you're not a victim of what is what? Casting them down. You have become a, a beneficiary of what, what takes people up. Are you blessed? Yes, sir. Are you getting understanding? Yes. Is the Holy Spirit painting a picture in your mind? You will need it in the future. Even now. Now, this I'll say, okay. <laughs> when the heat gets hot, hmm. you are passed by virtue of this life. The more you grow in this life, the more you are far away from death. You see why? The more you are waxing strong in eternal life and growing the consciousness of that life and your faith is waxing strong more and more, the further away you are from death. When death is passing, he knows who you are. No weapon. Fashion against them. Shall prosper. Number three. Well, that's in John chapter 5, verse 24. He has passed from death to life. Okay, that's the third one. Eternal life is the number one. This is number two. This is number two here. This no matter. Adverse sentence. No, no more judgment. I learned this many years ago. Many years ago. It was one of the scriptures that blessed my soul so much. And built so much confidence in my heart. I meditate on it over and over and over and over. I say to myself, I say to myself until it became part of my mentality. The Holy Spirit was able to paint the picture in my mind. My consciousness fed on it so much. And it will quicken you to take robust decisions. There are things that will come to threaten the society. And you see yourself sheepishly out of fear. Even when you're not too convinced, you fall into the trap that has been laid. But when this principle is operating in you, there's this, you know, a little bit of reservation you have that makes you to question things to the root. Why do we so much uphold the knowledge of the world so much? That when this one is communicated to us, we don't make we don't make sense out of this. Do you know, as we're sitting right now, there are people that what my doctor said 
is stronger for them than the one I just taught you now. Just as I'm teaching right now, eh? I've taught you this now, right? That no adverse sentence. Every sickness or praise is not just a gem. Okay? It's not just a gem. Every bacteria, every, every bacteria, every bacteria, every virus, every sickness that attacks your system, how does it even attack it? By knowing how the sickness attack your body will make you understand their nature. What do they do? When malaria enters your system, for instance, what it does is that it releases things that weaken certain dimension of the chemicals in your body. And those chemicals can be put into writing. They, you see, maybe those in chemistry, they'll be, they'll be drawing it for you. CHO2, this, 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 react with this. So it has a language, it's a code. So it's a language. So those sicknesses that are operating have a language code that governs them. And that's why they operate with precision. When the malaria parasite enters your blood, it, it multiplies in what they call binary fusion. Within microseconds, they have increased in number so much, they bank on the energy in your blood and multiply fast. Immediately within one hour, they all go and cluster in what they call the major organs. How do they know? That why can't they go and clutch on your knee? Why are they going to your heart, your kidney, your liver? And they immediately they start speaking a language that shuts down those organs. Now, when you take your drug, what's your drug doing? Your drug goes to these these germs, so that the language that communicates. Now build antibodies, soldiers that will go and speak a language that is stronger than those gems that will weaken them. It is a battle of words. That's why Jesus himself can come and speak a language to those sicknesses in the body and they will respond. Be healed. And those gems will lose their grips. Those gems, when you begin to grow your consciousness in this life, when they enter your body, they know that this person has a strange life in the system. And so when they speak their language, that life, does, they can't communicate. The communication level have been, have been bridged. A new life that is higher than those gems is not existing. So when they are communicating, shut down the organs. The life there is not responding to them because that life is superior. But the human life is is lower. So when they speak, it responds because they have been conditioned to be a victim. Are you understand something here right now?
We must be conscious of this light. When the Lord was telling us, he said that this is a year of divine illumination. He says the first that we must unmask in the body of Christ is consciousness of the light you have given. We must become conscious of this life. As you are driving, be conscious of this life. In anything you are doing, engage the energy of the eternal life. And once this life becomes to be because this you are now conscious of this life, child of God, it will definitely shape off your, your life. It will, it will tame you. Because you can't live anyhow carrying this life. This life is superior. When it enters a place, it dominates the place. As a matter of fact, you become a slave to this life. That's why it imposes upon you its own principles, its own ethics, its own what? Morality. Say, so I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. Good. Be conscious of it. Let me show you something that is so powerful here. Okay, he now says, in that same um, John chapter 5, from verse 25, he says, Truly, truly, I say to you, now, he's going forward again to unveil that mystery that has to do with this life. He said, Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming. Okay? And is now here. When the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear it will live. Let's continue. For as the Father has life in himself, hmm? so he has granted the Son to have life in himself. Thanks be to God. The life is moving. The Father has life in himself. He has now granted the Son that same life. Now, John 10, 10, Jesus now came and said, I have come that you may have life and to have it what? Abundantly. So can you see where the life is coming from now? From the Father. It has come to the Son. Now he said, I have come that that same life that the Father has given to me that I have in myself I have come to also give you this life. And I want you not to have it in part. I want you to have it in abundance. In the density of its quality. And so when you begin to grow, in, grow this life, the end maturity of this life is what is immortality. The language the devil will hear in the last days is not prayer. It's not faith. It's not righteousness. The language you hear is the language of immortality. And that's why I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to help us open our minds to understand what is immortality in the real sense of the world. Because immortality is a mystery of the kingdom. Paul writes to Timothy, says that God has made life and immortality available to us through the gospel. So when we listen to the word of God and we're perceiving the gospel, God gives us both this life and what? Immortality. Because the end time battle, when the, the atmosphere is dark, it is the atmosphere of immortality that you and I wear that will give us what it takes to be able to 
withstand the incursion that will come. Strange sicknesses will come and we shall not be able to withstand them. But only with the garment of eternal life and immortality. This life oppressed by principles, this life oppressed by appetite. I'm clear off, right? Let me just give you some tidbits on how we can be able to identify eternal life, the animal life, so human life. This life opposed by principles of the kingdom, of the kingdom. This one oppressed by what? Desires. Pleasure. Cravings. And the principle of the kingdom are values of the kingdom. The values of God. And that's why as many who are victims of this, in the end time, the devil will rubbish them. He will use this and mess them up. Nigeria is suffering today at this point where we are now in our journey of democracy. Is it because of this or because of this? <laughs> where values are mortgaged for appetite. Child of God, when you begin to walk in this dimension, you will see that everything you do, you must trace its value to the kingdom. Everything. Your family life, your business life, your career life, you will see that you will begin to make effort that it will be shaped by the values that come from the kingdom. Why do you do the things you do? What are, the, what are the reasons for what you want to happen in your life? Is it because of this or because of this? Yesterday or two days ago, they say one man who was uh, who was uh, given a certificate of return to be a senator rejected it in Nigeria. Given a certificate of return to be a senator. Eh? Say Adashna. <laughs> Why? This is what people are killing others to, to come in. By this principle here. You are a victim of the enemy. He will get you easily.
Don't live based on appetite. Don't live based on what you like. I like it. The way I want it. No, 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 no. That should not go away or so. What should go away or so is how does this sin reflect the value of the kingdom? How much is God happy with what I'm doing right now? If God was to come to the scene of this action I'm doing now, this I'm doing right now, would he say, well done, my son? Or is it all about what you want? Why do you dress the way you dress? I like to dress this way. But have you also seek to find out whether he likes the way you dress? Amen. Amen. Oh, I want to travel. Good and fine. That's your appetite. But what is your position about your traveling right now? Does he really want you to travel? But for Vincent, can't I make a choice? Yes, you are free to make your choice. The Bible, there's a saying that man is free, but everywhere in chain. If you want to live this life, it's no longer your own life, it's his own life. Then you have to seek his permission. Very important. I'm teaching you the principle now so that when things begin to happen, you don't say, God, why me? Close the doors that will give the serpent the opportunity to strike and make out of you puppet. Who have lived independently for too long. His mercy has covered us for quite some time now. Are you? There's a limit you can keep feeding your, your that your son or your that your daughter, and he's now 25 years old, and he's at home to school. You will be worried Now you are a problem to this family. You don't have a blessing. When you begin to live by the values, you are actually activating this life to come into force, into force more and more. Why do you want to expand your business? Is it to capture the interest of your God or your own personal interest? That is why even your personal interest must find expression in the interest of God. Must it be as detailed as that? Yes. That's what this eternal life does. Jesus said, I didn't come to do my own will. I came to do the will of my father. You see, that is why, as he said, as a father has life in himself, he has given the son life to have it in himself. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter five, verse fifteen. Are we there? Yes. Read from verse thirteen. That they read loud and clear. Are we really insane? Is it for God's sake? Or are we saved? Then it is for your sake. 
We are ruled by the love of Christ. We are what? We are ruled. We are ruled by what? The love of Christ. That's very powerful, eh? That's the law that governs his life. We are ruled by the love of Christ. That was rules over you. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Now that we recognize that all man died for everyone, which means that all share in his death. Okay. He died for all, so that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but only for him who died and was raised to life for their sins. Okay, let's take that verse 14 again, and I want to hear some reactions from you. That verse 14, for the, the, for the, for what? For the love of Christ rules over us, eh? Because, mm -hmm. we are by the love of Christ now that we recognize that one man died for everyone. Now, he says, one man. Eh? Hello? Yeah. One man died for everyone. I want to get the logic now. One man died for everyone. That is the agreement. If he didn't die for you, you have died and be damned forever. But now, in the equation, he has to play a part. And that part is what? He will die for everyone. Go ahead. Which means that all share in his death. Good. By implication, it means all of us have died in him. So, you are no longer a victim of damnation, right? So that, go ahead. He died for all, so that those who live should no longer live for themselves. You catch that now? Yes. So now, your own part is that you are not going to live for yourself anymore. The moment you begin to live for yourself, you are disengaged from this. That's the principle of the kingdom. That those who live shall no longer live for themselves. But for live for who? For the one who <laughs> So who are you living for? Ah, Christ. <laughs> and how much is it controlling your affairs? Uh -huh. See, <laughs> not giving the gospel. You are still down. Come up, come up, come up, come up. You are you are you are creating some clouds. Hmm? Even this you're even yourself now. You can't say I want to do this in the real sense of the word. You have to follow this principle. I I want to do this now without seeking his permission. No, yes. Survive the darkness that is coming and is still coming. You must engage this principle. That's the mark of ownership. <laughs> I don't like this thing. I just wish. Uh -uh. Thank you. You don't like it. That's good. It's not enough. Take it to him. What is his opinion? If you didn't hear a direct word from him, then go and find out how did he handle that case in the past. Because he said, what I tell one, I say to all. The devil will 
deal with Christians in letting go the values of the gospel. Because he knows that this is what keeps them. And that's why he will snatch the, God, the values from you and still tell you to go to church. You still belong to church. As Catholics, you still receive communion, you join the choir, you are not a server, you are a lady there, you are there. But the values of the gospel is not in your heart. You live by your appetite, what you like, what you wish. Your dreams have nothing to offer to his system. God is not benefiting from your day-to-day -day activities. There is nothing about you that really gives him praise. You just do things your own way, with your ego. I know what I want, and I will do the way I like it. And because you want this, you are ready to do anything. You can even make people suffer because you want something. You do this at the expense of people's happiness, people's joy. Just because you want to satisfy your what? Your appetite, your desire, your craving, your pleasure. People of God, if we are to live this life where the other sentence cannot touch us. We have to live a life where the spirit of death will come and stare you at the face and walk away. The spirit of sickness and infirmity, it will, he wears suits and tie and come into your life. For him to come and you deter him, you must begin to live this type of life. And to sustain this life, you must keep growing in the word of God. Building your faith in Christ Jesus. Growing in the word of God. Receiving divine mentality. God painting a picture of the supernatural in your mind. Having a robust consciousness. <laughs> you can pass through the valleys or the shadows of death. Death will come. No, 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 no. There are two principles of preaching. The higher one will extinguish the darkness. They say it's a miracle. And we'll come out and say, praise the Lord. Testimony time. Yes, it's testimonial, but that is normal. What's in this life is normal. We are giving that testimony to encourage others to know that God is at work. When the Jesus was transfigured, was it a testimony? Huh? When Jesus was transfigured in the mountain where they saw him, was it a testimony? He told them, don't tell others. It's meant for people in the inner cacos. It's a normal thing. But when I rise from there, tell them so that they can learn. There are things that we don't say. There are things that when you grow with God, He brings them to you to assure you that you're on the right path. We don't share them. They are part of the inner realities that we carry. Amen. Amen. Are you blessed? Yes. God has positioned you for the greater life. God has brought you to the indefatigable life. God has prepared you to withstand the force that is coming. The quality of corruption that is coming, my children, as you grow in this, they can't defile you. TikTok will not shape your mind. Social media cannot deform you. You will see those things and see how your value engraved in your soul. You will be able to say, this is evil and I refuse to eat it. Yes. Not now that we have what they call social media prostitution going on every day. 
adults, women dancing naked just to have likes and be paid money. And all of us were liking them. Yeah, hmm? I just, I just screwing. I like it. Hey, yeah, hey, we're done. Wow, this is beautiful. The devil, eh? when he, you know, he's, he's very smart. He knows that if he brings something so open, we all say, no, 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 no. Eh? He comes to us, say, do you see this? Say, ah, oh, I saw it. Say, is it okay? He says, it's not okay, but, but be careful. This is not good. You advise him more. He said, no, no problem. Tomorrow he does like this again. Do you see it? He said, ah, no, 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 this is... Uh, he said, look where, look where. If not, you get used to it. You continue. Very soon, you will see blanked naked men and women on your social media and you will keep liking them. Mark my word today. What we call obscene pictures in those days that Facebook used to block, eh? they say no. That if you open it, you're on your own. You can't sue them. Now it's everywhere. All of it is to keep increasing the amount of appetite, 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 cravings. And to tell you how powerful it is, you will hold your phone. Two hours has gone. You don't feel it at all. You continue. You continue. Continue. Three hours. Four hours. So he knows what he's doing. The more he's able to deplete this energy, the more he knows that when he comes and shows up on the scene, very few persons can resist him. So he prepares the ground first. He attacks your mind. He pollutes your mind. He, you know, he will, he will stir up your appetite. They are not seen, so they are not seen. They are normal life. They are normal things, but they are all called what? Animal life. So if you can build your consciousness to be dominated by animal life, then he knows that even though you are a baptized Christian who receives communion, if he shows up, your mind is animalistic. So he can bring you down. When he attacks you, he knows the way you're going to respond. You will respond from the resources of what? Your animal uh, mentality. He makes you get addicted to those such things that when he wants to torment you, he will take them away and you will feel that life has no meaning. That you need that to make life complete. Appetite. So the father has life in himself and out of love. He gave Jesus that same life. As the father has life in himself, so he has given the son to have life in himself. John chapter 10. Let's see from verse 26. 
Thank you, Jesus. We're going to pray very soon. You're going to pray with this divine energy that the lying follow inside of you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. John chapter 10, verse 26. Okay, I start from verse 25. Say, Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name bears witness for me. But you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. Hey, that's very strong. He's talking to the Jews. These are the covenant people of God. The people that were giving the Torah. And he's telling them, and you are not my sheep. Verse 27. My sheep hears my voice, and I know them. So when you hear the word of God and faith goes in the chambers of your soul, you can see that this person has received the word. He knows. Let's continue. Hears my voice and I know them, and they follow me. Verse 28. And I give them. Hmm? I give them what? Eternal life. <laughs> and they shall never perish. Wow. This is very categorical. And they shall never perish. Be it physical perish, perishment or whatever. Or spiritual one, any form of perish, you like, and then what? And no one will snatch them out of my hands. <laughs> who is he talking about here? Me. Huh? Me. I'm asking, who is he talking about here? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. What an audacious statement. No accident will snatch me out of his hands. No stray bullet will snatch me out of his hands. No sickness will snatch me out of his hands. Hmm. Thank you, precious father. He continues to build the energy. Verse 29. My father... Who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. So how many hands are holding you now? Eh? Oh. Please interpret it based on the word here. How many hands? So how many hands? Hey. Wow, wow, wow. How many hands are holding you now? How many hands are holding you now? Four hands. Oh my goodness. You see, that's how I read my scripture. So. Have you heard me say, May the mighty hands of God be powerful upon your life? Have you heard it? Aha. It was inspired by this. Because Jesus himself, categorically, was speaking from an authority. He said, and no one 
Hey, he knows you, you, you will feel dead. He knows you will be scared. He said, no one will snatch you out of my hands. Attempt will be made. Effort will be made. They will stir up realities. Things will come against you. He said, no one, no one will snatch you. Oh, in case you are still afraid that my, my two hands are not enough, he said, just in this business, and no one can snatch you from the. So, if the battle rages, they have to first snatch you from the father's hand, snatch you from Jesus, before anything should ever happen to you. I don't know how you feel about this, but. It, it, it is a settled case. If you want to be afraid, you are free. I refuse to fear. Four mighty hands are holding me. I'm fully eh, protected. Hmm. In those days, I would say, I'm eternally guarded. Hmm. You see, eh? When, when you digest this and that becomes your consciousness and energy is releasing to you, you don't need to cry, oh God, protect me. He is saying that already now you are in his hand. You didn't pray about it. Did you pray about it? Am I, okay. Uh, Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Pray now. Hail Mary. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and ever for our time. Please, can somebody raise the prayer of protection for us? Why are you laughing now? You don't have to pray for protection again? <laughs> eh? Hmm. When you're, I'm just bringing to you reality that will make you have what it takes. So you don't just every day live as a puppet. There's a, there are hands holding you already. Amen. Amen. Don't ever force yourself to leave those hands. As long as you are living by this, four hands are holding you. Thank you, Jesus. Four hands, four mighty hands are holding you. The Father's hand is upon you. The hand of the Son is upon you. And he has boasted that no one will snatch you. They will attempt. No one will snatch you. No one will snatch you from the father's hand. No one will snatch you from the son's hand. If he died for you, he will die again to make you continue to remain in his hands. Shout a big amen. Yeah. Mm. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one.
That's what we enjoy when we begin to work strong in this dimension. When we subdue our appetite and refuse to allow our appetite to determine our day-to-day -day reality. We don't do things because it's pleasurable. And that's why you should not entertain pleasures. The, 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 the preface of the Mass on Lent says, disordered affection. Disordered affection. Disordered cravings. Disordered appetites. Disordered pleasures. You don't live for them. Everything you are doing, let it find expression in the value of the kingdom. Sustain the integrity of eternal life. God will do the rest for you. His hand will be heavy upon you, upon your children, upon your career. In the realm of the spirit, the amount of force you come out will become so much. Okay? Not because you have done some religious activities. No. But on account of the amount of his word that have stayed inside of you. The Holy Spirit is still with us in now because he wants to see you walk in the light of this. And that is why you must meditate on it every day. Let people, you know, you know uh, gang up against you. Just be focused to make sure that in your career, you find yourself in your business, you are always focused on your heart, the values of the kingdom. It may make you lose some physical gain, physical, you know, appraisers and all that. But you don't know that as you are doing this, uh, you are denying yourself of uh, illusory gain. You are building strong eternal life. And as you are building strong eternal life, you are activating favor beyond measure that comes from God alone. When God begins to orchestrate your promotion, all the people who think that their personal gain has brought them somewhere, we This is the path the Holy Spirit has started for us. And as long as we're in this path, let the darkness build up. Let the wickedness in the world increase. Let the evil of the generation increase in its bank power. We have what it takes to deplete it. Our presence you know, depletes the energy of darkness. Because of you, in that house, around that vicinity, evil forces will conjure powers. They will come there to cause mayhem. Only one person's light will deplete everything there. You may be sleeping, but because this principle is operating in you, you don't know God is banking on your energy and is rotting out righteousness in that domain. You may not even know you have become a watcher over that place. You become a salvation, you become like a, a savior to the people around that area. That's why I say, let your light so shine. That men may see it. You don't know that the fact that you're living this life, God is banking on this grace and is blessing people. They are praising God. But you don't know it's because of your work with God. They tell it where you live, in the office where you are. People come there to work. They are looking for what to eat. But the energy you carry is blessing them beyond physical money. You shut down evil forces that the enemy has projected into your life to cause death, cause sickness, cause negativity. That's why yourself, if you are conscious of life, you won't be afraid of sickness. They say, ah, this is the era of cancer. Cancer, check yourself. Have you checked yourself of eternal life? Hello. 
They say if you see white something, check, 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 check. You don't need to check. Be checking more of this one. Because this one will swallow up death. There's a life that swallows up what? Death. When it comes. The way the staff of uh, Moses swallowed up the staff of the uh, priests of Egypt. That's how this life swallows up anything that comes that will not in consonance with it. Precious Father, thank you. We give you all the glory. What a privilege you have given to us, O Heavenly Father. To become partakers of eternal life. Open your mouth and appreciate him. Celebrate the word I've come to you today. Appreciate grace that has flooded your soul. Oh, lift your voice to heaven right now. Thank the Eucharistic Jesus for the gift. Look at the way he spoke boldly about you. That because you belong to him, he said, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and no one can snatch them from my hands. He has committed himself for your cause. How are you responding to this? Open your mouth and appreciate him. Thank you for accepting to stand for you. Thank you for the boldness that is exercised by saying, No one will snatch you from his hands. Begin to engage this right now in your life, in every area of your life, in your family life, in your personal life. Begin to speak that same word you are saying. Oh Lord, because of this, this will happen in my life. Thank you, precious Father. You are faithful from generation to generation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the confidence. But the one again, in a world that is beset by wickedness, by error, by negativity, by lies, by a culture of death and destruction. The world has come again as a light. The world again has come as an instrument of wisdom. You bear my heart and you beset my fear now. Foreign has come, oh God. Direction has come. Your world has come like a light. To enlighten us on our path. And then the steps we take. By virtue of the word of God, we know that fear cannot rule again. Thank you, Father. We're not be scared of any situation. Thank you, Father, for speaking your word and we have heard your word today. You will give the miracles of your life in us. But the density of the life we have in us, we shall not perish. We shall not perish. We shall not perish. Our families shall not perish. Our children shall not perish. As we who are connected to us shall not perish. We shut down the gates of death. We shut down the gates of corruption. We shut down the dimensions of wickedness. In the name of Jesus Christ. There shall be no sickness. There shall be no infirmity. There shall be no decadence. There shall be no negativity, O God. On account of this energy of you to us, O God. Thank you because we shall not perish. Every element, every every structure that causes men to perish, precious Father, on account of the, to this world administration, we bring them to naught. Yes. We bring them to naught. We nullify them. Amen. As many who are connected to us, who are in danger of being a victim of one negativity or other, we defeat today. We change that story in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, O Lord, for the light that is shining in the midst of darkness. Thank you for the direction you have given to us right now, God. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus on account of this life. We refuse to be sick. 
No sickness will live in our bodies. No sickness in our bones. No sickness in our organs. No sickness in our flesh. Our children shall not be victims of sickness and infirmity. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we shut down the installation of sickness. Both humanly produced sicknesses and all forms of negative sicknesses cannot have sway in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. We command the powerful life in us, the indefatigable life in us. As we go about the daily, daily task of every father, we will be empowered by this life in the name of Jesus Christ. But I can't this life we have peace, we have joy, we have victory, we have boldness, we have the spirit of supplication in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Precious Father, thank you for your faithfulness. As many who have come today, in their hearts seeking you, Lord, in one day of life or the other, may your world light up that dimension. I command testimony in that dimension in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I stand in the gap with you for that intention, for that, that heavy laden in your heart. Holy Spirit of God, sort it out for your sake. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Precious for the King of glory, for account of this life, we command a new atmosphere. The air we carry shall be different. Amen. And so by this air, anywhere we go, we sanitize the air around that area. But our own divine atmosphere in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Build us strong over this world. Open your heart right now for an unshun that you will fall out of you. us by your spirit of Holy Ghost. Flesh calling. Flesh spirit. Renew our faith. Renew our strength. You are our helper. You are our comfort. Heal every wound and bruise his strength now in the hearts and the minds of the children. A touch that comes from you that makes a difference. Bless your sons and brothers. Break us, O Holy Spirit. Use us and light up the environment where darkness takes over. Holy Spirit of God. Perfect the good work you started. Jesus came to raise the structural church. And you have come to raise the spiritual church. Have your way. Right now, fresh strength. Thank you.